Hey everybody, welcome back to the Argo Bargo Pod. I am Tyler. And I'm Mike. Good job, Mike. Crack open that beer. Good stuff. That's exactly what our listeners want to hear. <laughs> I was actually just going to try to interrupt you for all the times you've done it to me. Alright, try again. Crack another one. <laughs> Do it real fast. No, like, that one's already open. Oh, man. How long do you think this show's going to be? Do you want me to drink, like, three beer? I want you to... Do a stone cold or something in the middle of the podcast? You know what? You should shotgun one every five minutes. (laughs) That's like taking the Century Club to another level. (laughs) There was a point in time where it's like, that Century Club, that's impossible. And now I'm like, I just don't want to, but I'm pretty sure I could. Probably have. (laughs) No, actually, Zach's bachelor par- yeah. party. Maybe we did. In the grand scheme of things, probably have. Probably have. Maybe. Uh, we should try it on the podcast. I don't. We should want... record it sometime. I'd be terrible audio. I'd probably burp. I'd probably burp so hard I puke. Oh yeah, we would have to put it out as a paid episode because no one would listen to. Because you have also have to pay me to do it. It's uh, good stuff. Good stuff. How are you doing this week, Mike? I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good. I took like a week off from work, which was nice. nice. Um, uh, the planned vacation. That was. We didn't do much of anything. I really enjoyed seeing the people on like the days where we like went to like cabins and stuff to see people. Those nice. were kind of the highlights. Or, like when you and Lindsay came to hang out. Yeah. But like the other days, we we did fucking nothing. That sounds amazing. And it was so good. Yeah. We just kind of. Hung out. Still haven't managed to be Pathfinder Kingmaker despite having a week <laughs> worth of vacation. And I was playing it like it was my job. And I still like, well, let's go explore here. Let's go do this. Oh, yeah. let's save scum this because I, I'm too pathetic to try to do it right. <laughs> but um, at least you know yourself, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> to thine own self be true. <laughs> That the same for the same reason I've become disillusioned with two-handed weapons in in most uh, role-playing games because nobody does it right. That's fair. Like the path, Pathfinder, at least does. It's like, well, you could add more of your strength bonus when you're using both hands, swinging one weapon. It's like good, yeah. excellent. But like, I find it's just real. Most games, there's no point to do the two-handed grab. It's like you don't give it enough of a bonus to do it. You're just like, you're the fighter. You're supposed to take hits. Where's your shield, dum-dum? <laughs> and, and then so most most games, because of that. Yeah. And I feel like that's because so many people like, oh, well, I'm playing a role-playing game. Why would I just be melee man <laughs> in tin suit? And it's because be- I still think it's cool, damn it. That's true. That's yeah. true. I'd much rather play melee than... You know, casting spells. Like, that's for nerds. Right. And I'm no nerd. <laughs> it feels more heroic to be the guy with a sharp piece of metal. And that's like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. This, th- I'm comfortable yeah, with this. This is good. This works. Yeah. How, how are you supposed to be a hero when you can summon demons? <laughs> I'm heroic. Speaking of which, like in the Pathfinder game, it's like, this spell's evil. Oh, is it? Really? Well, it seems like my cleric that summons... About 20 skeletons per fight. He seems fine. Yeah, he seems good. He's yeah. good with it. It's, it is actually really fun. It's like, okay, there's a boss fight in the next room. So I'm going to spend the 
next minute, summoning as many skeletons as I can, and I walked into the next room and the game crashed because <laughs> it couldn't deal with the initiative roll. Because <laughs> it's like, the cleric rolls in, has, like, there was a point where I had literally, like, 30 skeletons oh my God. with my cleric, and then he cast prayer, and the game just stuttered because, like, it was applying the buff to, like, 30 skeletons around the cleric. He's just a little dwarf with a mace and oh my just God, surrounded so him with his posse. <laughs> <laughs> it got bad because there's so many skeletons that I couldn't hit anybody in melee because it was shoulder-to-shoulder skeletons around the people. <laughs> so I had I polymorphed somebody into a dragon because the dragon was the only thing that could reach him oh besides the guy with the bow. That's so funny. There were so many skeletons. Oh, and the skeletons that couldn't hit just had to run in circles around him because <laughs> they could yeah, I couldn't figure out what to do. So it's just like one boss enemy. And it's just skeletons swarming around him like bees trying to... And then everybody else is in the background basically throwing rocks. Get him! Get him! It's, it's really fun. Oh, I like my skeletons. Like, he, he can summon skeletons. He can summon tough skeletons with axes. Mm-hmm. He nice. can also turn into a dragon because I found a weird belt. Shit. It's a, it, That's the cool. game gets weird at high levels. It's fun. And Imagine then, your old Xbox. It would have caught on fire. Oh, yeah. Is it? Is that incense? No, that's the hard drive. It's caught on fire. It just explodes. Yeah. So there's oh been a lot God. of games. That's good. That's good. I started playing The Ascent again, which is fun because um, it's cyberpunk and the music is real good. And it's just a top-down kind of... Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's basically just a, a top-down 3D shooter, and it's fun. Cool. I I'm just playing a, it. I'm just playing a dipshit with a minigun, just killing everything. Perfect. So there's enemies, right? Dipshit with minigun also seems very, yeah, guy with sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but dipshit with minigun also doesn't feel like a hero. <laughs> yeah. Because minigun doesn't seem like the gun of a hero. That's true. That's revolver, or yeah. like... A sniper rifle, maybe. Yeah. No, a sniper rifle also doesn't feel super heroic. No. 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 Um, <laughs> revolver's pretty heroic. Cause it's revolver, like, yeah. Yeah, because you're... like, any hero is going to use a revolver. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like something like that. But, Absolutely. Yeah, it's not the guy <laughs> walking in with a gun that has its own engine on it, <laughs> spewing out a wave of brass. So that game, there's enemies. Right. Go figure. There's That's also... <laughs> if you were just going around with a minigun shooting civilians, yeah. that would be bad. I mean, there is games like that. Or there are games like that, I should say. But like... So there's NPCs. You can kill the NPCs. They have no health, basically. It's if they get hit, they die. Right. And if you start shooting near NPCs, they run away. Okay. The game does nothing if you kill NPCs. <laughs> there's no there's no tracker, as far as oh, I can no. see. And it's bad because, again, lately I've been using a minigun because it's so good. And it's like, that's an enemy right next to a food truck. There's a lot of not enemies in line at that food truck. (laughs) And it's just like, I try to shoot one. It's like, give everybody a second to run away. And then just in the course of a firefight, people are throwing grenades at me. And like NPCs near me are dying. I can't help it. I'm sorry. And nobody cares. It's the weirdest thing. It, I feel so bad oh about my it. God. They're just running away in the background. Yeah. They're just getting hit by stray bullets. And the game doesn't give a fuck. 
<laughs> I guess that's pretty cyberpunk. I guess so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess, like, the logic there is we'll just pick them up and... Throw them in, like, the... <laughs> yeah. If it was 40K, because we don't do enough 40K stuff. That's true. Um, One of the major uh, food staples in 40K is called corpse starch. Interesting. Now, it's not entirely made from human corpses. Okay. They do make up a significant percentage. <laughs> right. So, it's... And this is the food you said. Yeah. Well, one of the major foods, especially on Hive Worlds, is like... Good. You have like a snowplow, but for bodies or whatever, and you shovel them into a big grinder that just reduces it into a nutrient paste. Okay. So any kind of corpses, any kind of biological matter, shit. Like, it all gets recycled, (laughs) basically, turned back into food stuff. Good. (laughs) Sounds delicious. Yummy. Pudding. (laughs) Yeah. No. Well, I mean, did you ever watch... uh, Snowpiercer? Oh, yeah. It's what they feed the poor people, the big it's blocks true, yeah. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's basically corpse starch, same thing. Yeah. It was, that was a good movie. Yeah. I feel like we've talked about that a few times. We've talked about it a bit, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh. Speaking of other trains. Okay. I watched Bullet Train. Yeah. Did you watch I was going to ask you. I have not seen it it's yet. It's so good, though. I, want, I, I wanted know, I you to watch it. I wanted to see it so bad. I had an evening where I had nothing to do, so I wanted to go watch it. Nice. I've, yeah, I've been thinking about it. I want to see it. Even like even before you mentioned it, I was like, I really want to see this movie. <clears throat> but I'm okay if you spoil certain things. So go ahead. How was it? I won't. Okay. Um, because it was really good. If it was right. really bad, yeah, I wouldn't feel bad about <laughs> spoiling it. It was really good. Yeah, I was really surprised. Okay. Um, like on a scale of one to ten, I think I'd put it at an eight. Okay. I think there's room for improvement. All right. But it was all really good. Okay. The only things I didn't like were the way some shots were filmed and some action sequences. Right. It, it did the, the thing where I, I saw I saw an explanation. I think it was like Nerdwriter or somebody on YouTube. It's like, this is how Jackie Chan does action. Mm-hmm. And it's like a wide shot. And then it's like two people punching each other. Right. And it's like, seems simple. Yeah. But then here's like latest Hollywood action movie. And it's close up of a guy's face. Guy pulling fist back. <laughs> then shot of just fist going forward. And then close up of guy getting hit. Yeah. It's like, that's, it, it really takes you out of it. Yeah. So there's some action scenes that were really good. And then there's others that were like, it was too cramped. And I know they're on a train and it right. should feel cramped. But you couldn't see what was going on because the actor's shoulders were in the way of most of the shots. Gotcha. So there's a couple saying. scenes like that that I really didn't like much. Okay. But overall, surprisingly funny. Okay. Really weird cameos. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really weird. Okay. And I don't want to get into it because... Right. I'm excited. They're so good. I'm excited um, for it. Uh, I'm hoping to convince, like... Lindsay to go with me like next week. I like because I was thinking like I'll see this because there's no way Sydney cares or whatever. Yeah, I think Sydney would have probably liked it. Yeah, like I don't know. It, it's a good movie, and I'd say Lindsay would be like, it's okay, but I think you would really like it. I, yeah, I really want to see it. Um, so it's not really a spoiler to get into it, but uh, so Brad Pitt is like one of these criminal types that has like his handler that like gives him jobs and okay. reaches him over the radio or phone or whatever to like give right. him instructions classic assassin movie yes so yeah. he, he 
has been he was like on sabbatical or something recently <laughs> okay. because his mental health isn't doing great and he's really trying to work on himself. I love that. Okay, you you saw like <laughs> like the the Lost City. Hmm. Brad Pitt's p- playing the same guy almost. <laughs> like it's it's weird how similar it is. I love that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like literally like he starts off he doesn't take the gun that he's supposed to take when the mission starts because he's late for the train. Right. And he's like, "No, I I I'm trying to be less confrontational." Right, and his yeah. handler's like, "You are aware of what you do for a living, right?" <laughs> I'm on vacation. Yeah, no, he's not though. He's this is oh, his no, first job this is back. His first job back. Oh yeah. shit, okay. Yeah. Okay. After he had to take some time to work on himself. Right. It's really so that's the premise. And then so he's trying to steal a case. Yeah. And then as it turns out, there's a lot of people on that train that have a vested interest in him <laughs> not stealing that case. That's fair, yeah, yeah. And basically the whole movie, almost Mr. Bean-esque, people <laughs> getting in each other's way. And I hope Mr. Bean shows he's up. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's really good. I don't want to really say too much about it or get right. specific. But like, there's a lot of things where it's like a movie, you know, when like a movie just like, Somebody says something that feels like weird exposition. Yeah. It's like, don't forget, the best Rubik's Cube solver in the world's in town. And then they move on. You're like, what is that? when is that going to come up? Like, what the fuck? It does that a few times. And okay. then later on when things like all just happen, it's right. really good. Oh. It really, pay- it, it's, it sets itself up for alley-oops really nicely. Okay. Um, I'm excited for that. Yeah, no. So it, good writing, basically. Yeah, because like the easy comparison that I was thinking first, because I was thinking about how I would explain it to you on the drive home from the movie. Right. Uh, oh, when I was dri- when I was walking home too, some guy made like eye contact with me, like in the pedestrian overpass, and I wasn't. I was not mad dogging him. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything like that. He was just there with his girlfriend or something, and then he kind of like made eye contact with me, and I guess I distracted him or something. Right. Maybe I was looking good that day. <laughs> and he absolutely smashed his phone. It was so good. He did one of the things where it's like, right? Like he was kind of fidgeting with it. And like he looked at me and I was like, and then we walked by. And then I just hear smash. Oh, no. Face down phone smash on the floor. Oh, and it was everything shit. to not turn around and laugh at him. It was one of those things, and I feel bad because I'm basically laughing at somebody's like right. anxiety or something. Yeah. But it was just so weird, like just like he was so distracted or whatever. I didn't do anything. I swear to God, I wasn't <laughs> mogging or whatever the term is. I just walked by, and he like I startled him, I guess, by oh being my God. existent. <laughs> it was so good. So as I was walking, I was thinking about how I would describe the movie to you, and the easiest comparison is John Wick. But where okay. John Wick puts all its, like, writing into world building. Yeah. And to, like, setting the stage in which the action happens. World mm-hmm. building. Yeah. And, like, giving the fight significance that way. Mm-hmm. This, it doesn't matter. It okay. is in Japan. Right. And all the writing goes into making interesting characters to fight each other. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just a lot of, like... It's, it's a lot of just... I don't even know. Just like <laughs> having breaks for these characters to like go off and do their own thing, have like a recess to evaluate what just happened before the next thing happens. Right. And they just keep on fucking each other over basically. It it's so good. good. It sounds really good. It's really good. Um, All right. 
I'm going to convince Lindsay to go see it. And it's just the characters that are in it are so weird. Like the actors and just the cameos that happen. It's, yeah. It's bizarre. Like I don't want to spoil. But like <laughs> I like it because there's some characters that are really eccentric and everyone comments on it. And there's other people that are just super weird and just <laughs> everyone goes with it. It's so good. All right. I'm, I'm excited. There's some characters when they introduce, they basically do like an extended five minute flashback to explain who this person is. And then they just carry on with the movie right after. That like, sounds great. Just, it sounds a little bit like um, Smoke and Aces. Have you seen that one? Yeah. I It, it okay. really was reminiscent of yeah. um, that kind of 90s action movie. Right, yeah. Like, um, what's the, um, the Clive Owen movie where he's the homeless guy with the carrots? Um, shoot him shoot up. Shoot him up, yeah. yeah it was yeah. shoot him up. It was smoking. It's a lot like those, okay. but much better. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> I enjoyed Smoking Aces, so if it's better, then we're good. Smoking Aces and Shoot'em Up might be like the real basis of our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. There's a lot of those movies that we used to watch together. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, I, I really recommend it. All right. And that's been Train Talk. I'm going to go, yeah, Train Talk with uh, Mike and Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> All aboard, bitches. <laughs> toot toot. <laughs> toot toot. You know, like trains go toot toot. Not choo choo, not chugga chugga. No. Toot toot. <laughs> oh my god. So good. Yeah. So good. All right. So, Mike, do you know anything about this one D&D? Okay. This new, new D&D. First of all, it's playtest material or whatever. It's not. No one's making you play by any new rules. No. That is one thing that people hate is because you know wizards of the coast will have like a swat team to kick in your fucking door (laughs) if you don't use these new rules steal all your old books smash all your minis (laughs) these older editions still exist for all the people that hate Mm -hmm. fifth edition fourth edition older editions still exist just go play it yeah anyway stop whining about it the only thing that's really come up that i've seen because i've been i started as soon as i saw there was news about it. I was like, I'm avoiding the D&D subreddits <laughs> and stuff because it's all going to be just so salty. But the memes that tipped me off to it, one of the big ones was only weapons can crit now. Really? Yeah. So only weapons crit. Spell die, uh, like the, the damage die for spells don't double when you crit. Paladin smites don't crit. Shit. Which is the whole reason why paladins save their smite slots in yeah. case they crit. Yeah. And everyone loves it. Yeah. So why would you take that away? I don't know. Balance. <laughs> well, this is funny because I'm the guy that's always like, Marshall's always get the, the shit end of the stick. Right. But like, I, I don't think taking this from everybody is the way to do it. Because I feel like this will just get ignored. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know much, but I just saw some of the memes about that. And I was just like, oh, this is going to be, people are going to be fucking mad. Oh, yeah. But again, it's playtest material. Right. And the whole point is if, if if they put out a piece of shit, you can complain. That's mm-hmm. why it's playtest. That's fair. Yeah, Kick yeah, up yeah. a big fucking shitstorm if you want. Yeah. Or better yet, write a well-thought-out essay and send it <laughs> right to Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, they'll read it. Yeah, send it to the president of Hasbro, make him <laughs> read it, and then he'll go to Wizards of the Coast and be like, Fix it. This division has been nothing but a fucking headache. <laughs> uh, yeah, the one thing that I, like, seen the most recently is um like skill checks instead of 
it's it's in 5e yeah it didn't matter if you got it like an at 20 or whatever it didn't mean that it succeeded many dms didn't give a shit about that rule either yeah but now now apparently nat 20 and skill checks means that it's fully succeeded doesn't matter that's bullshit <laughs> but um here's the thing that a lot of people talk about it's mm-hmm. like oh i rolled to seduce the princess this right. princess like a devout, pious princess that's been saving her virginity for religious reasons or something. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arguments say. You can't roll to seduce her then. Right. Because, like, <laughs> if the success scenario for you is it works and you sleep with the princess, and the DM's like, well, that can't happen. Right. Like, this person wouldn't do that. Then there is no roll. And you tell your player no and grow up. <laughs> like, so it, I don't have a problem with, like, nat 20 successes on skill checks. People don't use skill checks correctly. That's fair. So that's different. Yeah. It's kind of a different argument. So that, that doesn't bother me. Okay, that's good. That's good. I also, uh, um, there's a rule from 4E that I really like that's just called take 10, which is if you're not in a rush to do something, you don't need to roll. Okay. If your skill bonus plus 10 would be a success, then you just do that. Okay. Because it's like, I'm an expert thief. Then given enough time, you should be able to pick a lock. Yeah. If you're not, like, in pressure. It's not, there's a dragon running down the hallway or whatever. Yeah, really, about to yeah. scorch the party. Then it makes sense to roll because it's a high-stress situation. That's fair. But I if like it's that. like, I'm a burglar. There's no cops around for whatever reason. I'm going to take my time. I can pick this lock. That, yeah. That's not really, it, it makes sense to do that. <clears throat> I don't like, I don't know. Right. So I guess, like, you said that was 40? Yeah. So I guess the DM in 5e would just be like, if they felt like that, they could just make the DC really low. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that's the problem with 5e that some people have is it's the DM has to do everything. That's fair. And the DM comes up with all these things, which is right. is, is true and isn't because it, it's always been known easy means five. Yeah. Like reasonable is 10. Starting to get difficult is 15 and 20 is like expert level and 20 plus is... You know, <laughs> beyond moral ken, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's... I don't know. I mean, their skill contest, too, is one thing I like. Which basically works the way death-saving throws work. Where it's like, you need to get three successes before you get three fails. Okay. Or you can change those numbers. You need to get four successes before you get two fails or something. Where... that make, There's reasons why you would want to do that versus something else. If it's a, like a prolonged activity. Right. You, I don't know. You have somebody. I don't know. I I feel like that makes sense for like something like counterspelling. It's like a wizarding duel or something. Right. Yeah. But I mean, guess what? Everyone likes their games differently. The same people take their tea differently. Why is it so surprising that That's the true. game? One thing I've been thinking about, and I've seen, I've I've heard of some people doing this, and I think I would. I'm going to start doing it when I run games. Crit means on a weapon or on an attack spell arrows sword whatever for me going forward in the, when someone crits what i'm just going to do is you do the max damage for the die mm-hmm. and then you roll an extra die so if you roll a one that's not so upsetting as right. rolling like two ones which i watched somebody do just recently in one of sydney's games and that they were quite sad <laughs> that sucks when they rolled two <laughs> ones on their weapon die and they're like oh fuck yeah that's rough so I think just you get the max damage on that die. If it's a D12, you, you get 12 plus roll another D12. Right. Which I like. So yeah. you could double. or But you're, you're guaranteed at least it was the max damage for a normal hit. 
that oh, yeah. feel, that makes sense for me for a crit. I like that. I also really like the rule that I've seen recently where it's like you can take a potion as a bonus action, but you have to roll. Where if is you use your action to take your potion, you chug it better and you you get the max of whatever the die would be for the potion okay because potions seem I like chug it better yeah no i like that i i saw that rule and i was like i kind of like that because yeah. using your whole action to drink a potion and then rolling really bad on it feels really shitty yeah and the whole point is for people to have fun why yeah. do they make the nets lot larger in hockey so people score so the numbers get higher so it's more fun yeah Exactly. If you do it in a controlled way, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Not that saying that doesn't mean like big numbers is just more fun than we end up like in a Pathfinder territory. But I don't know. I let the people do what's fun. Yeah. Experiment with your games. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why one shots exist so that you can incorporate different rules see what you like yeah if you run every one shot the exact same way what's the point <laughs> unless you're just exploring new settings or something but yeah. yeah yeah no i like the idea of trying out new rules like that yeah but nobody polices how you play if you no don't like it yeah. <laughs> go find a new table <laughs> now i don't think it's ideal if your dm is like I have 30 house rules to make D&D work the way I want it to work. But, like, that's not great. No. But, like, you know, if it's something like the way potions work or whatever like that, that's not a big deal to remember. Not really. I, like, you know, something like that. Or, like, when we do crits, we do it like this. It's like, I don't think that's a big deal. No. So, maybe if you have, like, 30 rules like that, even that's not that bad. As long no. as somebody remembers. Yeah, well, I guess that's the thing. You got to remember. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. Who cares? I, are, I, you gonna, are you going to try out one? I haven't even read it. Haven't even looked at it. No? No. I I might. I mean, we could be the playtesters and we'll give them feedback through our podcast. Oh, boy. We'll send them our podcast. So many people <laughs> have cared about our opinions so far. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. At least 500 and... Maybe just 500, because I'm sure there's us listening to it. I do remember that. Like, they used to have in the Dragon Magazine, people would have their selfies where they were playing 4th edition wrong and correctly, and Chris Perkins kicked in their door and killed their dog. So there's just selfies of people playing D&D in the background. Chris Perkins, lead designer on 4th edition, just hitting their dog with a bat. I say all that. I love Chris Perkins. Oh I, I love 4th Edition too, unironically. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was one of the best DMs I've ever seen in the the published like yeah. Acquisitions Inc. Love Chris Perkins. Oh, yeah. Well, and I don't th- think he kills dogs with bats. <laughs> despite what's been said on this podcast. Well, he's the one who got me into D&D. Yeah, Acquisitions same. Incorporated was the... Like, send-off for me. Yeah. YouTube, PAX, whatever. PAX probably, I don't know, 2012. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. Right after high school. And so. Yeah. I Shit, I dated this. <laughs> no, but that's good. That's good stuff. Nobody cares how you play fucking D&D. No, isn't it's... that like the number one rule? No one gives a shit. Play it the way you want. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I, there's something to be said where it's annoying, where it's like, 
you go to play Crazy Eights or something with your cousins from like a different province. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we play where whenever you play fours, you have to slap the person to your left. It's like, fuck off with your fucking home <laughs> rules. So I could understand like if you were like, but people don't pick up and play with different D&D groups all the time. Yeah, that's, that's true. absurd. <clears throat> exactly. It makes sense to have a rule set that's like a common language. I right. get this. Yeah. But most people aren't picking up and playing with a hundred different groups or whatever. No. They have their friends. So if all the friends agree that this is fun and this is the way they want to play, then who gives a fuck? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. At our table, we all agree male characters get a bonus to strength and female characters get a bonus to charisma because we're toxic. As long as you all agree, who gives a shit? Because <laughs> we're toxic. <laughs> there are systems that do that. You used to see it a lot oh in a lot God. of older like computer games and stuff, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. I, I'm not saying I agree with it. <laughs> Morrowind's one of my favorite games, and it has that. That's hilarious. It's not why it's my favorite. But, <laughs> but like... I mean, there's all like it's funny. We go from that to now, where people are trying to distance what mm-hmm. race is from D and D to race bonuses. Right. Not all hashtag not all orcs, but like <laughs> it's <laughs> what that got you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, but like, I get that too, and I don't really care a whole lot. But yeah. I do think it's weird where it's like my work. Is it exceptionally intelligent for an orc? It's like, all right, but it also makes sense that orcs on average might be like whatever, because the whole point of having differentiated races is kind of like part of the fantasy setting. That's true, yeah. But I also don't really feel that strongly about it. <laughs> I just don't care. Because is everybody having fun? Yeah. Cool. Because it's like, well, I wanted an orc to play into those tropes. Then do it. No one cares. <laughs> And don't be upset when somebody's orc is a turbo nerd. Yeah. And they're green and also are good at magic. Right. Who cares? Exactly. It's like the Hulk. He's cool and nerdy now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And he can speak. It's ideal, yeah, for a big character to speak. Yeah. Major major actor in a movie. It's preferable. He's he's come a long way since uh, Avengers 1. Leaps and bounds, really. does yoga now apparently yeah if i'm led to believe anything from she hulk i haven't watched it yet but i'm excited to start i haven't watched it either i didn't i wasn't sure it was out yet but i believe it is now okay i'm excited for it you know on that note i guess you see that in sci-fi a lot and we've kind of talked about this like racism in 200 years mm-hmm. if human was humans were a space-faring species right and we run into different planets everyone would be exceptionally racist yeah because it's like oh that species they're the ones with like the they got like the big scales and they're like they can they're like can't poison them or whatever right or like they breathe acid or something it's like you're all you can do at that point when there's so many things is like all i can remember is the most basic bullshit about any species right yeah people would get racist that would just be the thing oh you're 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 the one with the um the horns and you're strong right yeah uh, yes, I guess if you want to be a reductionist about my whole culture, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> humans uh, can't be bothered to learn about no. humans on Earth. Exactly, yeah. Humans are ignorant. <laughs> Think we're going to spend the time to learn about your deep culture? No, you're the ones with the horns and you're strong, you know, and you all love drinking. It's, oh my God. Space Karens. <laughs> Oh, shit, I love the idea of space Karens. 
But honestly, that's us. We're the space cans. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'd have to get to that point where you just have an uh, same thing now, where it's like when you need to look anything up, you just pull up your phone or yell "computer" at this soundstage, <laughs> and the Star Trek computer just talks to you. Speaking of which, we've been watching Orville, which is where all this is coming. Nice, from. it's okay. pretty good. It's yeah. very Star Trekky. Really? We watched a few episodes, very high, <laughs> and uh, there was one that I really hated because they go into a two D space with their three D ship, and. I know I was high, yeah. but I also know all the techno babble they're saying was the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. And I was I turned to Sydney like, I'm high, but that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Oh, we need to use the quantum flux to make sure that our real space doesn't interfere with the 2D, 2D space. Like, using this, we create a dimensional bubble. It's, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> It's, in, it's just the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it so, sounds so good. But while I was high, I was finding everything very funny at the same time. That's good. Because that's typically how that works, right? right? Yeah. So, Whereas if you weren't high, you probably would have been real upset by it. Yeah, put a shoe through the TV. But like... What is this bullshit? I thought of a joke by myself. All by myself while I was very high. Good. And I thought it was very funny. I couldn't stop laughing. So I wrote it down for later to see if it'd still be funny. It's not. (laughs) But I want to share it with you now. It's not even a joke. Alright. It is just a situation that I think would be funny. I didn't even bother to create a joke around it. I'm just going to give you the part that of what would have been a joke. Right. The concept of the joke. Mm -hmm. And why I think it would be funny. Okay. Like, if you found out that your mom cheated on your dad, and now your par- your parentage is questionable, so you just send your dad an It's Complicated Relationship <laughs> request on Facebook. <laughs> and I laughed for about 10 minutes after I thought of that. <laughs> the greater point that I'm trying to get oh at God. is I genuinely just think that being high is just getting really stupid temporarily. So you're mystified by things. That's good. That's my interpretation. That's my experience with being what high is. Yeah. I'm stupid enough to enjoy shows (laughs) that I would otherwise (laughs) throw shoes through the TV for. (laughs) I probably shouldn't get high then because this would be bad. (laughs) We've reached levels of what we previously called... Gump-esque intelligence. (laughs) Just sitting there eating your box of chocolates. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh shit. I genuinely thought that joke was the funniest shit I've ever heard when I was high. It was so bad. Oh my god. I feel so like good. there's the bones of a decent joke in there somewhere. There really is. But I just couldn't even be bothered to come up with the joke. I just <laughs> here's the concept for the joke. Uh I like it. It's complicated. Like <laughs> oh my god. That's funny. That's good stuff. I hope hope somebody uses that joke sometime. <laughs> and that's my joke, I guess. <laughs> That's good. All right. I think it's uh, green text time. Sure. 
may as well do a D&D one if you have anything. That's true. We haven't touched one of those in forever. D&D on a train would be good. Whether they don't know if it's their dad or not. I was going to start writing a campaign where the, the whole point of the campaign is you gather resources to basically feed into this machine that's basically a train that builds its own tracks to okay. reconnect cities that were separated by like a wasteland. Okay. So off the train is extremely dangerous, but you would have to get off the train from time to time to gather more resources to feed to the magic 3D printer, basically, that creates the track. Okay. I was going to write that campaign, and that then I lost fun. all motivation. Oh. <laughs> sounds like a fun campaign. I just watched one of the episodes of um, Love, Death, and Robots, okay, where there's like yeah, ghosts yeah, yeah. in the in the fields around the train. And I was thinking that would be a really neat idea for campaign. And because I was trying to honestly think of like a way to use the like the city or country generator that we use, mm-hmm. that that would be the reason why you have such different places is right. like isolated walled cities after an apocalypse or whatever. Okay. And so just like one that. city is just trying to reconnect with the idea being there's one city developed teleportation. Right. But that doesn't do you any good if there's like you don't have like a target. So the whole point is to go out and find other cities so you can reconnect and okay. like rebuild civilization would be the overall goal. <laughs> okay. And I like that because then we'd it, you could do a very episodic or arc based so that like you run into a city that is like, I don't know, extremely fascist. Right. And your players react to that however, hopefully with disgust. Yeah. And like, <laughs> maybe except not. For that, except for that one guy at the table. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're making some pretty solid points. <laughs> I think we're going to stay here. I like their hats. <laughs> you can't argue with the hats, can you? They're nice hats. But, uh, damn, he's right. Damn. It's a good hat. It is a good hat. <laughs> I like that idea because then we could you could explore like really different settings and it's as much consequence as you want it to be. Yeah. I was, I was like, no, actually, we don't want to reconnect to these people. These people <laughs> suck. We're going to go back and tear up the train track. Fuck these people. And then the question, why do you need the train track right. if you're going to teleport later anyways? Because fuck you, I didn't think about that. Because <laughs> at that point, you could basically just have a tank. Yeah. But I like the idea of train tracks to also connect other That's ways. True. Maybe you don't have a teleport, whatever. You're just trying to rebuild connections to cities. Yeah. For the rich people to... Exploit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a Hunger Games situation, too, where it's... Uh... Capital 12 is trying to reconnect to all the other little ones. I think so you know more about steal. Hunger Games than I do. <laughs> so that they can steal things. Why not? I don't know. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, go, go to bathhouse. <laughs> go to bathhouse in an attempt to escape DM's railroading attempts. Awesome. You make your way into the, one of the stalls and begin to settle into it. And as you do, rising out of the water is the king. And he begins to tell you about the troubles of the Felrod. What the fuck? Oh, the trouble's in Felrod. That's a country, I guess. Yeah. You exit the changing room and you you encounter the quantum ogre in one of the baths. (laughs) As you exit the bath, the local lord stands in wait along with scores of men-at-arms, seasoned veterans in full towel harness. He arrests you and your party for having the gall to occupy the bathhouse, forcing him to wait his turn. In his domain, his will is the law, and your party of vagabonds have committed the grave offense of inconveniencing him. You don't dare fight back. Even ignoring their superior numbers, each of the men have years of experience with towel whipping in locker rooms of the local <laughs> lord's barracks. 
Your inexperienced bottoms would never survive such a brutal towel <laughs> lash- lashing. Know. As your band of vagabonds is led away in chains to rot in the dungeons for the rest of your lives, never to bathe again, the local lord assumes his rightful place in the hot waters of your baths. <laughs> Gonna be honest, I don't have a whole lot to say about any of that. <laughs> Alright, have you ever been whipped real bad by, by a towel? Yes and no, I guess. Not, it's not not a good time. Not bad enough that I really remember it. If I'm being honest, okay, that's good. <laughs> Have you? Definitely. <laughs> How did Especially you... like down on your like legs. It's <laughs> a lot. I would have said like your kidney area would be the worst. Most mm-hmm. people are quite sensitive on their sides. That is true, but I mean, normally people go for the legs and feet. Yeah, because they're the most exposed. Haha! <laughs> 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 got your penis. <laughs> The penis is not the issue. It's when they get grazed on them testicles. That's what? the problem. <laughs> ah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> hey, why do you... Instead of having one big towel, why do you have all these thin little ones? No reason. <laughs> Extremely whippable towels. <laughs> oh, God. It's like those pants that, like, zip at the knees so oh, you can yeah. have shorts or pants but it's a towel that you unzip oh god if there's a zipper and you get whipped yeah, oh screwed. no you take the leg right off turns into a little chainsaw then oh no oh jesus uh, that could be a D weapon a chain whip i do like the idea of a chain whip yeah and then you pull back on it and just cuts through just whatever. Rips. They do sell um, chain chain saws. Yeah, like chain knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just the chain with this teeth on it, and yeah, you just two like two loops. Yeah, on and, and yeah. it's like you're garroting a tree. <laughs> that seems like it'd be very versatile and good to just have like a backpack thing. Definitely, definitely difficult if your tree has a girth like more than your arm or <laughs> that something. That's true. It's like you can't even wrap it around in a U-shape. You're just kind of rubbing it. This isn't doing anything, is it? Uh, Just getting this tree on the go. Oh. Have you ever seen these posts? Now, this is a little bit meta. So there's all these, like, AI bots that will, like, draw you pictures if you yeah, get a prompt. Yeah, I've been super into those. And there's really, writing ones, too. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're really into them? Like the picture ones? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, like, experimented a lot? Uh, not a lot, but I've done some. Did you ask for porn of your favorite actresses? I have not, but I might. <laughs> <laughs> Do I Honestly, I watch a YouTuber fuck around with one, and he asked for, like, pictures of, like, celebrities, but drawn in the style of, like, what's his name? Geiger? The guy that did all the, the artwork for Alien. Okay. That so, like, cool. he, it was, like, people, but with, like, xenomorph features and stuff. All right. The, and so the, the bot came up with this. And it was like, this is nuts. Yeah. And most of them are not actually that good. But it would be a really good starting place for somebody that was an actual artist to, like, I see that. I'm inspired. Now I'm going to draw better. Right. Because the computer sucks. That's true. They've done that for green text, though. Just getting computers to write green text. And they're really good because they're so bad. I love it. Because it just follows like a green text formula. We should fully switch over to that. Yeah. (laughs) That's our show now. Uh, Can you write me a green text to get me canceled? 
Uh, I want a green text to trick just, Tyler into saying the F word. Just slurs the whole time for the one that could get you canceled. Oh. <laughs> so uh, the prompt was write me a 4chan green text. And he wrote one about D&D. Nice. <laughs> Be me. Living in Innsmouth. All right. Do you know that that's the town from uh, lo- one of the Lovecraft stories where everybody's <laughs> a fish person secretly. <laughs> Living in Innsmouth, or Innsmouth, or whatever. Be really into D&D. Want to start a campaign. Go to the library to find some books on D&D. And the librarian tells me there's a D&D campaign happening right now. Oh, no. I go to the address, and it's a house. Good. <laughs> Knock on the door, and an old man answers. He looks really creepy. I ask if I can join the campaign, and he says, sure. I go inside. The house is really dark and musty. <laughs> I see a bunch of people sitting around a table. They're all playing D&D. I sit down and I start playing. We're playing for hours. And I'm having a blast. Suddenly, the old man says that it's time for lunch. <laughs> Everyone gets up and leaves. I'm left alone in the house. I hear a noise from the basement. I go to investigate. And I find a secret room. Oh shit! In the room, there's a bunch of people chained up. Oh, and no. they're all gagged. And I see the old man coming down the stairs. And he sees me and starts laughing. And he says, Welcome to my campaign. Oh my god. It's actually a really good green text. Dude. Oh shit. You know that that like horror or like thriller movie, Don't Breathe? Yeah. What about that? But it's a DT game. <laughs> He's not trying to knock a girl up. He's trying to collect enough people to start a DMT campaign. Oh, God. And, like, it finally happens. He has all these people chained up or, like, tied to chairs or whatever with just, like, one forearm free to roll the die. And it starts. And, like, somebody rolls the die and they're like, it's a 20. And it's like, oh, shit, I'm blind. He has to go over and, like, just feel the numbers on the die. And one minute, and he, like, goes to his computer and goes on Amazon. And because he has, like, the just like the described text or whatever. Yeah. And he orders a D20 that just, when you roll it, it says a number instead. Nice. I don't know if those exist. They must. They must. Or just Braille die. That's a good idea. It would be really annoying to have Braille die and constantly accidentally roll it over trying to find it. <laughs> God. I assume they must have D20s that just tell you a number when you roll it. I'd say. For the blind. Yeah. Anyways, I want to see Don't Breathe, but D&D. <laughs> <laughs> or, or this guy's Innsmouth D&D oh campaign. Oh my god, it's so That's good. That's such a good story. That's good. Good robot, you did it. AI is good stuff. It's super scary, but like... <laughs> yeah. That's something that's come up a lot in different media that I've been consuming lately. People talking about it because, especially now, because you have all the ones that like can write these stories. Yeah. And people look at it and say, like, look how bad it is. Like I did. Mm-hmm. But really, right now, I look at it is it's a jumping off point. It's an inspiration generator Absolutely. more so than a final product generator. Yeah. But it's like laughing at a kid's drawings. Yeah. It's most likely only going to get better. better. Yeah. Like. I say most likely because some kids are just stay bad <laughs> at creative fields. I'm not great. 
No, I'm not good at drawing. I can't really. I can draw a, one, a single human eye, and that's one of my only go-to things. I also really like drawing skeletons. Nice. They're not really like photorealistic skeletons. I just got a book when I was a kid about drawing spooky skeletons. Okay. And I just practice drawing skeletons a lot, and that's one of the only things I can draw. Perfect. That and eyeballs. If you put the eyeballs in the skeletons, oh, now we have something. Re- but the problem is they're really sexy feminine eyeballs. That's fine. And they have <laughs> eyebrows, which don't go great with skeleton. All right. We create a new D&D thing. <laughs> I <An> draw... Enemy? <laughs> its eyes are piercing. The only eyes I can keep eye contact with are the ones I draw. <laughs> have you seen this? This is wild. And I'm... This sounds judgmental, okay. but it's not. All right. It is a little. Um, okay. There's people post videos of them just staring directly into camera, smiling mm. as eye contact eye contact trainers for people who have so- social anxiety. It sounds terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think that it's. I mean, I guess you got to practice somewhere, but I, I don't guess. think that's it. I don't know. I think mirror is probably better. Probably. But even then, I'm I still not, freak out. I'm not <laughs> laughing at the people that require that. I just don't think that that's the way to do it. No. Because I feel like you're only going to get creepier. If that's your if your goal is <laughs> to be is less true. creepy. That is true. Because you're going to mimic that. And you're just going to start staring at people, smiling at them. <laughs> I stare at people all the time because I, it, I'm i not thinking about it as creepy. Or like I'm, I'm just like mostly my mind's wandering. Right. And my eyes are just where they are. Yeah. I get that. And then I got slapped (laughs) for being a perv. No, my eyes are... I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't even see you there. (laughs) I I wasn't even looking at your gorgeous tits. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. It's funny. I I actually... I am self-conscious about that specifically like going to the gym or whatever i stare at the ceiling when i'm using a machine most of the time because i don't want to be one of the people that like because i mean sydney's talked about it coming home and like having been ogled for however long while at the gym or whatever yeah because there's been times it's like i'm sitting in my seat and i'm staring directly forward and it happens to be where the squat machine is Mm -hmm. and there's an attractive person doing squats i even yeah. though, like, even I, though that's I, not your intention, it looks like that's what you're doing. So it's like, damn, that wall over to the extreme <laughs> left is super fucking interesting right now. Yeah. Because I don't want to be, I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, like a fucking libtard. <laughs> Being conscious of other people. Yeah, exactly. I've been saying that lately, very ironically, and it's, it is a fun word to say. <laughs> It's, it happened during D&D, too. Somebody's like, oh, when I play, I always like use this rule. I was like, yeah, just like a libtard. Oh, no. Like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> exactly. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I want more D&D. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, this is really good. Okay. Right. It doesn't matter. It's just like a lady fighter with a spear. Oh, um, I did this once. Big bad evil guy does his whole evil speech explaining why he wants to exterminate the elves. Not all elves. <laughs> Listen. Um, finishes up and initiative's rolled. On my turn, I move my sorcerer over to the other side of the map. <laughs> Guys, he's actually making sense. I think we should join him. <laughs> all the other players lose their shit. 
<laughs> Tell me I am off my rocker for siding with him. Sorry, guys, I'm joining the winning side here. <laughs> and I twin spell, I, ca- I cast twin spelled haste on the boss and his second in command. The boss's turn comes next, and he charges into attack. And I tell the DM, I end my concentration. (laughs) DM's mouth is hanging open, wondering what the fuck is going on. Well, uh, his turn ends now, and he and his buddy can't move or take actions until the end of their next turns. (laughs) And we mop the floor with the boss and his second in command. All bosses now have a plus 20 on their insight checks. (laughs) That's one of those things where it's very easy for me to sit here and say, you get to do that once, mm-hmm. which is basically what this DM's doing. Yeah. I would also be fucking livid if I put so much time into writing the boss and then you cheese it so easy. <laughs> I remember, I do love that though. Yeah. That is so clever. That is clever. It's so good. It's just, are you sure? Are you double sure, elf sorcerer? <laughs> No, no, it makes sense. He's on the right side of history. <laughs> Big bad evil guy did nothing wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> Oh, I gotta tell you a joke that can't be in the show. Okay. So cut this, Mike. Um, I'll tell you after. <laughs> um, I love that. Um, I, I kind of love, like, you get you get one of those mm-hmm. that you that's a very smart cheese. Good job, you did it. Yeah. Perfect. I give you the benefit of that. But I can also understand being really frustrated that the boss that you put a bunch of time in now gets their shit pushed in. That's true. But um, there, it's funny because like I've read green texts or like people's like stories about their campaigns, and there was one where like there was a local mob, and they like operate out of this inn. So the party used, like, there were, it was a very magical party. They spent, like, a literal in-game month digging a giant cavern under the inn mm-hmm. so that, like, they would, like, drop a, a few, like, spells that were basically just holding the inn in place under a giant chasm. So they would just drop the, <laughs> the inn into a hole to, like, kill everybody in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> If the, if you're the DM and you allow that, I think you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> How does like the mob not notice the fucking like anything? Yeah, really. The excavation. Where's all that dirt going? Are you are you su- opening a portal to yeah. drop it in another plane? If so, you're not really going to have a lot of trouble fighting yeah. a mob boss. Yeah, really. Like I, I shovel it into a bag of holding. Yeah. Honestly. There's a few people that, like I used to read these stories a lot when I first started ding, uh, playing D and D and like getting into it. I would devour all these green text stories. I go searching for them. Like, yeah. And there's one guy that was always so proud of like all how he used to break the game all the time. And it's like it's because your DM's a fucking lunatic, like for <laughs> allowing this. It's like you're not. It's it's not like. I know earlier it's like I was saying, oh, you know, if everybody's having fun, who cares? Yeah. But there's also DMs who are pushovers that will let somebody like bully the game their way. That's true. That I don't, I think is silly. Again, if everybody at the table's having fun, then really there's no crime or whatever. But yeah, like, I mean, if the DM is enjoying it, I guess it's good. <sighs> but everybody else at the table needs to enjoy it too. Because yeah. like I've read stories about people, it's like, and then the rest of the party was completely irrelevant because I did my super wombo combo <laughs> and became Goku and I won. <laughs> 
Yeah, I hate that when I play D and D, I have such bad luck that all I roll is like one, two, any everything below five. <laughs> Constantly <laughs> playing my barbarian lately. I just recklessly attack no matter what I'm doing. That's smart. And there's times where it's like, Mike, you're already... We play with flanking rules. <laughs> and it's like, Mike, you're already flanking. Why are you attacking recklessly? It's like, because I have more health than the rest of my party. Yeah, because I can. Yeah, and because I can. Just to fucking dab on them. But like, just to absolutely style on these clowns. But like, I like it because... I, I look at it as like I'm trying to incentivize the enemies to hit me right. because like other people have less health than I do. Yeah. So I, as the barbarian, Take it makes sense for me to do that. Yeah. Exactly. And also because I'm always attacking recklessly or always flanking pretty much, I always roll with advantage. So I'm always hitting. It's the, it's the best way to play. Yeah. Gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah. Take that, you dumb wizard. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they need to make a deck save. Oh, well, they made it. Bet you feel like an idiot now. Plus, they have evasion. It did nothing. Oh, my God. Actively hostile to magic user players. <laughs> I did make a magical character recently, though, for one shot. Because mm. Sydney, Sydney wanted to revive her old character, Trim High Hill. Okay. And I said... Can I be your? Can I be related to you? Right. Can my player be my my character be related to your like character? Your, your younger idiot cousin. <laughs> yeah, I came up with the idea for so she's she's you know very light, happy sorcerer character, right? Halfling. I wanted to make a very doom and gloom halfling, <laughs> and so I was like, how do I? I'm just basically I was just trying to be a shitter to Sydney, right? Really. So she had Trim High Hill, so I came up with Grim Grave Hill. <laughs> and he's a little sad boy halfling bird. I love it. And he plays the world's smallest violin. <laughs> and he's just generally very sad. Oh, God, that's so funny. And I love playing him so much. So the day of comes, and everyone reveals who they're playing. Yep. Sydney's playing a, a silver dragonborn. Okay. Uh, Paladin, who's nice. like neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we have a black-skinned lizard folk uh, ranger, Shit. and then me, the emo bird, <laughs> and the other person. There was another person that came to play, but they like didn't make their character on time, so they just came to hang out. Right. And they were saying they were going to play a Kenku, aka a giant crow. That's hilarious. And I was like, oh my god, we're the edgiest group in the world. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Uh, sick old band. Right? <laughs> and so usually I do a character voice, and one some of the only character voices I can do, um, I was just doing, I didn't even really do a voice, I just did, I just said everything sad. <laughs> so I'll say, what do you want to do to start? I guess I'll go over to the riddle contest. <laughs> I wouldn't be very good in anything else. I really enjoyed playing a sad boy. Oh my god. I played so the self-flagellation paladin recently. Played the sad boy bird. And now I just have my absolute jock barbarian. <laughs> this is blunt beyond all measure. You know, original for a barbarian. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually really like my barbarian. That's awesome. He's original in that 
I'm absolutely bastardizing how shifters are supposed to work to play him as like a more draconic-esque shifter, and I really enjoy it. That's cool. Path of the, Path of the Beast Barbarian is fucking awesome. Really? Can't recommend it enough. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try it sometime. So good. I got to try. I do have to try a magic character, though. I do have to. I got, <sighs> I've only played See, fighters. I didn't cast any spells with my bird. <laughs> fighters and barbarians is the only thing that I've played. I really want to try rogue. Rogue is ba- is still a martial class. Yeah, really. I know, but I. But they scale like... really well. I, I like rogues. Yeah, I think that's going to be my next character. Um. So in Sydney's campaign, we recently had to take a trip via boat. Nice. And um, I didn't tell Sydney what my character got at level six, but Path of the Beast Barbarian basically now because I'm level six. Every time I do a long rest. Or short rest even, I think. I could get to choose a different power. Okay. And because we went out to sea, I chose having a swim speed equal to my walking speed and being able to breathe underwater. <laughs> because we're on a boat trip with people we don't like very much. Right. And we had already decided as a party, we're just going to kill them, right? <laughs> I think we're, I think we hate all of them. I think we're going to just murder them, nice. which is new for us. Yeah. But it's like just we went jumped straight to like, I think we should murder them because they're bad people. Right. And I, I thought it was going to be a big pirate ship. It was not. It was like a small fishing sloop. Okay. Because I was going to basically... I had a couple ideas. It's like I could literally just grab onto the bottom of the ship and just be <laughs> just a secret <laughs> agent. Like just nobody knows I'm there. Yeah. Or grab somebody and just pull them off the side of the boat <laughs> with me and just drown them. <laughs> what I ended up doing was... Uh, murdering a nymph in a hot tub instead. <laughs> so not the probably not the intended use of the power. <laughs> the nymph was actively oh hostile, and because apparently it could hide underwater right. because of a, some power or whatever. So I, it's like, what are you gonna do? Well, I get in, and I don't need to breathe. <laughs> So I sink to the bottom with my axe and I start chopping. Oh shit, that's so good. I'm absolutely over two-handed weapons though. Looking at my character now, like I love the weapon it has, but yeah. it's like all my damage really comes from my strength bonus and right. then rage. That's I don't right, need yeah. to be using a two-handed weapon. I yeah. should be using a shield. Like <laughs> if I'm tanking yeah, I guess so hard. especially since you're recklessly attacking every time. Yeah. Yeah. A shield's probably ideal in that yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reckless attack is so good. Oh, yeah. I My character is very annoying that way. I'm very hard to hit <laughs> when I want to be because there's also... Beast Path gets a thing where you can basically parry, which is really Oh, that's neat. cool. Yeah. And it's like, you get danger sense of the barbarians. Like, roll a dex save. Is it something I can see? DM. <laughs> I get to roll twice. Stop rolling twice for everything, Mike. I don't think I will. I think I'm going to do it forever. Yeah. I don't think I can go back to not having advantage. I don't want to go back to the dark days of only 1 to 20. I can't do it. Oh, God. That's so good. Oh, yeah. So it's like swing with the axe just over and over. And it's like, and I crit. And I crit. Just because basically every time I attack, there's a 20% chance I'm going to... Right. Two 5% chances. I'm gonna get a D twenty yeah. or a, a twenty on the on the die, so it's um, it's been pretty fun. <laughs> it, it's not ten percent, I know, but no, but yeah, 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 yeah. close enough, close enough. Yeah, I get it. 
So that's awesome. Yeah, it's been fun. I honestly, I don't want to stop playing a barbarian because I just really like rolling to die <laughs> all the time. Everyone's like, oh, that was a really tough fight. I'm like, was it? <laughs> mm, I'm, all, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm ripping ready to drink. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to beat people up or drown someone. I'm a monster. Where, where's that hot tub at? <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, That's no. good. So you guys have been playing this campaign for a while, right? I suppose, it's yeah. On, it's been on the go for a I while. I don't remember how long it's been, but it's been a while. So yeah. put a lot of work into it. That's awesome. It's going well. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's fun. Good, good, good. What kind Some... of shit have you done? It's, it's all Greek, because okay. it's the uh, like the campaign in Theros or whatever. We're using that source book. Cool. That's fun. Um, we're... There's, I'm having trouble keeping track of a few things because I'm playing an idiot and I'm also an idiot. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but it's like we we had to go like get some weapons that were supposed to be strong enough to kill a god. Okay. So we went to a place where gods like used to live. Right. Basically the big mansion, the 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 god hype ha- the TikTok <laughs> hype house. And we're there and it's like because like Hades used to live there, there's a bunch of skeletons because uh, Poseidon used to live there. There's a bunch of Pegasi. Yeah, right. that's a weird stretch. They're okay. his kids too. Cool. And then a bunch of eagles for Zeus because it's that, that was the big three all lived together. Right. So there's just a house filled with eagles and skeletons and Pegasi and stuff. And there's some nymphs for some reason. I don't Hilarious. know who they're for. Yeah. But it's just like, I feel we are basically destroying this house. <laughs> These aren't the gods we're trying to kill. <laughs> There's just the one of the weapons is supposed to be here. Okay. I feel bad about it. I feel like we're do- and we're talking about just murdering the people that brought us here because we don't like them. Yeah. You like I started off being like, I'm a nuisance. I'm a rascal. <laughs> like there was a there's like a recurring nemesis for my character kind of that showed up a few times. Who he works for another god. Okay. He's a champion of Ares, right? Right. Xerxes is his name. Cool. That's not what who Xerxes was, Sydney. <laughs> That's not how you history. <laughs> but like um, one after one of the fights, I knocked him out, and I stole his boots <laughs> because I thought it would be funny. So, like in the next scene, he's like, "Give me back my boots!" Like we went to interrogate him in jail because we left him for the guards. Give me back my boots! Like, I don't think I will. No, I'm gonna keep them because it's really funny to me that my character stole his boots and just wears them all the time. They fit me so well. They're just big shit kickers with like big st- like steel spikes on the toes and nice. stuff. And I was like, I just like him too much. Yeah, it's so really good. funny to me that he has to wear, like he's wearing all this big, scary, spiky armor, but now he has to wear my sandals because he doesn't have boots. <laughs> <laughs> I left him my old sandals because we're all Greek. Oh, I'm the only one dressed Greek too. I'm wearing like a, <laughs> I, I say like the toga is fully red at this point. That's There's amazing. There's no toga bits that aren't. Like a big leather harness thing for the weapons and whatnot, and just a blood-soaked toga. Oh my god, it's so good. It's fun. It's fun that way. Honestly. Sounds great. Yeah. Also, the problem with playing this is that there is no game that goes by where, in quiet moments, I don't say, "Honey, you mean Hunkyles?" <laughs> just like whenever else, there's like a quiet, serious moment, and I'm just like, for my own amusement. <laughs> 
I just I start rolling while I start singing Zero to Hero. Oh my god. Because I'm so a shitter. Good. I don't know. I'm, I sound like I must be a delight to play with. Yeah. Everyone else seems to think so. <laughs> I haven't been kicked out of my own house game yet. <laughs> oh, there's there's somebody. Yeah. So somebody, one of the other players, just bought a house. Nice. And so they're like, "Oh, we'll take you over to the new house. And we'll play a game there." And I was like, "Fuck! I'll actually have to be on <laughs> behavior then." <laughs> Here, I'm just drinking beer and just, uh, <laughs> just being disrupted. Yeah, that's good. I know I sound like a real shitter player, but I promise that it's not just I. I'm the annoying. <laughs> I'm the DM's boyfriend. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I think we're all having fun. Yeah, I think it's great. I really like the character development in the game, actually. Nice. That's awesome. What, that's what's keeping me in this shit. That's good. That's good. I find, uh, yeah, D&D is good for that. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I guess we should call it. This has been a good, good long episode. And, uh, yeah. Thank you, Saban, for the use of your song, You Don't. Really appreciate it. You can find that on freemusicarchive.com, I believe. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Not really much up there, but you can still follow us. Why not? And send us some emails at theargolbarglepod at gmail.com. Thanks for argling in. Thanks for argling. Bye. Players lost in ruin trying to evade Medusa, but they've lost track of her. Where is she? I don't know. Let me check. I peek around the corner, and I roll the spot. Are you sure you want to? 19, booyah, plus 12, 31. What do I see? <laughs> Shit. Well, what everybody else sees <laughs> is you look around the corner and then turn into stone. <laughs> Absolutely devastating. <laughs> That didn't even occur to me. I'm playing a Greeks-themed game. I I am absolutely oh, the candidate to get turned into stone. Absolutely. I'm running in head first constantly. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm going to have to teach my character how to echolocate or something. <laughs> At the end of it, you're going to be a full-fledged dolphin. <laughs> I was thinking bad, but yeah, I guess you could do that. Yeah, way. but you can swim. And you can hold your breath underwater. Okay, instead of swimming, you can choose climb, so you can just basically walk across the ceiling at full speed, which is also fun. Then you, like, what's the point of that? Spider-Man! That's true, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You got me there. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Why would you even want to be able to climb tall buildings? (laughs) What's even the point? What's up there? (laughs) Oh, God. I'm just the Greek god of being a little rascal. <laughs> I'm just goofing when I interrupt all the dialogue to s- say, Honey, you mean a hunkylees? <laughs> just like they're describing, like, I, <laughs> there's been points where Sydney's been getting into, like, the lore and the world building. Yeah. And, like, explains, like, it's like, okay, at that point, that's when the Titans went to war. And then, and then law came Zeus. <laughs> Mike, stop it. (laughs) Oh my god. It's it's not my fault. My favorite movie is the basis of this. (laughs) 
And then it always starts a discussion. Actually, the movie wasn't very accurate. Hera's not even Hercules' mother. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. <sighs> I don't care. It's still Hercules. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's so good. <laughs> it's just the most quotable Disney movie of all time. <laughs> Everyone's pretending like it's... Moana or something. That's true. It's not. It's Hercules. No. Let it go. Let it go. No, Zero to Hero is so much more of a bop. (laughs) If TikTok existed when the original animator Hercules came out, we would never get over it. That's true. In fact, let's make it a thing. I don't even have TikTok. I'm going to post all the audio (laughs) clips we were just referencing. It would come back. That's true. Guaranteed. That is true. Just and then along came Zeus, and then just electrical fires. <laughs> Start that trend. <laughs> just and then along came Zeus, and somebody plugs in a toaster that explodes. <laughs> then along came Zeus, and golfers dying from lightning strikes. Oh <laughs> How does TikTok feel about death? Are they wet and wild? Uh, no, they're definitely not pro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make snuff talk. <laughs> oh, oh shit, it's not right at 50-50, man. You... <laughs> there are boundaries here. God, I hate right at 50-50. Oh shit. And then along came Zeus. 